Hello, cannabis business minds. My name is Simone, and on this episode, we get to talk about the importance of carving out your niche in the cannabis industry. As this industry moves toward the cannabis consumer, understanding the different target markets and customers is essential to building a strong brand. Well, today, we get to pick the brains of a company that's just doing that. Hope you enjoy the show. Cannabis sales were $5.7 billion in 2015. Cannabis industry is valued at $22.8 billion by 2020. In 1996, there wasn't a single dispensary in the U.S. In 2016, there are 25 states that have legalized medical marijuana. Welcome to the Cannabis Business Minds podcast, where you gain insight from business leaders in the cannabis industry to help take your business to the next level. Co-founded by mother-son duo Debbie and Trevor Smith, Granny Smith Organics is the product of simple ideology. Take what is given and make the most of it. Granny Smith Organics prides itself on sustainable, clean growing practices. Granny Smith Organics never uses a pesticide and believes in letting the plants do all the work. Granny Smith Organics, simple wellness in complicated times. I'm so happy to have on Cannabis Business Minds both uh, mother-son duo, Debbie and Trevor Smith. Hello, both of you. Hi. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? You're both in Oregon. How's how's it going in Oregon right now? Uh, the weather's beautiful here on the coast. I'm actually in the uh, valley and it's uh, heating up. Not, uh, not too happy about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet it's getting hot. It's August. Well, thank you guys for joining the show. And I mean, really, we have so much great stuff to cover. I think one of the main the main reasons why I was so attracted to kind of your business model is kind of what you guys are both doing as a family. I love that, you know, you can combine uh, family into any type of work, but also just the way that you've niched out your market. Um, so before we dive in too deep, I was hoping that both of you could just tell, tell us a little bit about your background. Why did you get into the cannabis industry? Trevor, do you want me to go or you want to go? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, we started uh, Granny Smith Organics uh, just as a medical grow and uh, realized uh, that we wanted to, uh, to take it bigger. Um, Trevor is a, uh, is a business school grad from OSU, and uh, so I just love the idea of being in business with my son, and I've kind of told him all along, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do things the way you want to do. I'm happy to do that and take it where you want to go. And we'll, we'll just see how things go and have a great time doing it. Um, so that's kind of how we started. Just, uh, I'm, I'm just so happy to be able to, uh, be in business with my son. It really is the best part of my job. Um, and build, uh, help him and uh, uh, build something together for us both in the future. Um, that's kind of kind of where I'm, I'm at. It's, for me, it's all about family, and it's about creating uh, something that's clean and wholesome that will benefit uh, many people. Great stuff. And what about you, Trevor? Uh, you know, my background is in uh, entrepreneurship, business development, sales, and my mother approached me with this uh, opportunity. I um, started looking at, you know, the emerging market and, and where we could potentially fit in. You know, there are a lot of, uh, quote unquote, big names out there already. Um, but there are, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of open territory uh, that's still out there. And 
um, we've just tried to steer our business towards some something that we think is an open open territory and are uh, hoping to just continually develop it slowly but surely and eventually get where we want to go. Yeah, no, I mean, and I like that both of you guys have this background that is, you know, from business entrepreneurship. And then Debbie, did you, I was looking at your LinkedIn, you used to do or have a background also in conflict management, right? Yeah, well, I have a master's degree in diplomacy and international conflict management. Um, I I run a nonprofit uh, that I've been running since 06. Trevor's been, been on the board of that also since 06. Um, another another family enterprise, yeah. um, but we are uh, currently in the process of uh, um, developing a pilot project in in Afghanistan. It's actually um, under review for funding right now. It's it's been uh, something I, that that we've been working on since gosh January of 2010 was uh, was when I developed the first policy brief on it. Um, a school for uh, children with disabilities. Um, we hope to uh, take it um, to provide a model for the international community of how to educate children with disabilities in conflict and uh, in conflict zones in developing countries. Wow, that's so amazing. Have you been able to use any of, I mean, that's, it's fundamental what you're doing. Um, have you been able to use any of the conflict management skills at all getting into the <laughs> cannabis industry? <laughs> that's funny you say that. Well, I think for me, um, I would, I guess I would stress more the, the diplomatic side of that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I have, I think I've developed the ability just to kind of work in a sort of myriad of environments with lots of different kinds of people and very happily so. I mean, honestly, I just enjoy working with people, um, whether it's something more challenging uh, obviously, I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I seem to be up for the challenge uh, trying to build a school in Afghanistan for disabled children. Um, so, uh, you know, if if uh, I kind of thought if I can do that, I can probably do pretty much anything <laughs> I put my mind to, you know. Um, but really, Granny Smith um, is it's you know we are small, like Trevor was saying, and uh, so you know we've we've tried to carve out a, a very particular market niche. And kind of like what we've done with our nonprofit work as well. But really, it's all about heart. I mean, Granny Smith has heart, you know, and that's kind of what I want to always project as part of our image, um, you know, because uh, because there's a lot of the competition out there is stiff, you know, so we're trying to differentiate differentiate ourselves. Yeah. And I, I mean, that was one of my questions that I had for you is what is the vision and the mission of Granny Smith? Is it is it exactly what you said, just staying true to the heart, staying organic? Or what is the the defined mission that you have? Well, um, you know, I, I think for me, uh, because I'm a little bit more experienced because of my age, uh, and just uh, looking around and, and, and kind of taking a look at the landscape and, and talking to other, other people my age and, and women in particular, for sure, um, there's just not a whole lot of information out there on uh, cannabis as a product to use in lieu of, say, alcohol or opioids or other, some other kind of pharmaceuticals. Or, or even herbal, uh, other herbal remedies, uh, over-the-counter herbal remedies. So I guess I would just like to present it as, as an alternative to all of that, a lot less side effects certainly than opioids and, and other pharmaceuticals, and even alcohol. 
Um, and I think that, that certainly my demographic and women in particular are probably a little bit more nervous about uh, using cannabis um, or, or even admitting that they want to try it um, as, uh, as a cure-all for kind of just some very simple maladies, whether it's, you know, increased sex drive, uh, you know, just a headache, even aches and pains, um, just a lot less toxic uh, compared to a lot of other remedies. So that's kind of... Uh, our market niche, I, I guess, is focused on wellness, uh, focused on, 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 on my demographic. Um, and as a result, you know, we're just developing a lot of high-level uh, CBD strains um, to address that. Now, we also, you know, still will uh, carry more traditional strains, but uh, pretty much that's going to be our focus. Um, I know Trevor wants to add to that as well. Uh, you know, Simone, uh, healthcare is unfortunately one of the fastest growing industries in this this country um, and I think that's a trend that's really only going to continue so you know a, a large focus of, of our business plan and our really our marketing plan at the end of the day is uh, finding a way to tangentially benefit from that as well um, you know there's a lot of pharmaceutical companies medical surgical companies that are that are making a ton of money um, off, of, off of that industry um, but you know we don't necessarily think that all of their initiatives line up with what's in the best interest of the patient at the end of the day. You know, you have these, these folks that as they're getting older, their bodies start to start doing new things, things that didn't used to hurt, start hurting. Um, and a lot of times the best solution isn't necessarily, you know, start taking this pill, that pill, every other pill. It's, you know, all right, well, what if you had something that you could, you know, you could take that was maybe a little less harsh on the body but had all the same effects or gave you the relief that you really only wanted the relief in the first place so um, that's really where we try to position ourselves in the market no but that's that's i mean fundamental and one of our you know uh, on our podcast we were talking about five ways to get into the cannabis industry and the niche is so fundamental in really defining where you're going to take your business because this is a huge market and if you if you niche it appropriately you can really target who you know the ideal patient is who the cannabis consumer is etc so when you were going in through you know defining your niche i mean you spoke to like you know who it is and how you kind of picked it it seems like from you know debbie your your you know experience and knowing kind of where there was a gap that's how you picked it but how do you i guess oregon's huge uh in the cannabis market and then if you think about later on expanding to different markets as well um i mean there's a a huge base of patients, right, and consumers for an adult use market. So how do you research your niche and how do you get get the word out about your brand? How, how are people aware of the offerings of Granny Smith and how, you know, how they can find you? you I'm know, gonna... That's something that uh, we're still, still working on. I, I come from the school of thought that there's no substitute for feet on the street. Um, so getting out there and talking with customers and, and working with dispensaries and cooperatives, um, that's probably going to be my, my end goal. Um, you know, in the meantime, uh, right now, I'm just trying to expand social media presence, doing fantastic events such as, as this, um, and, you know, really just getting out and talking to the people in the community. 
Well, I was just going to say that's kind of, uh, you know, when, when Trevor and I are, are looking at GSO and, and, and what, what each, each one of us brings to the table, I was going to say that's kind of Trevor's bailiwick there. He's the business development and market analysis professional. Um, so, yeah, I think, he's, I think he's right on track with that feet on the street. He's absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. And then I wanted to ask you guys, so just before, we didn't get time because we just jumped into it. How did you choose the name Granny Smith Organics? It's unique. I like it. Can you tell us how you chose that? Part of our marketing is to focus on kind of the the wholesome image, wholesome aspect of this thing. You know, there's a lot of of, of cannabis companies that want to be cool, right? They want to be hip. They have, you know, some some really unique names and not, there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't really think that that is something that, you know, the, the people that look at them as, you know, um, young millennials necessarily think is, you know, that is their product, right? They, they go into the store and they've been buying, you know, Sierra Nevada pale ale for the last 30 years. They don't try any of the new stuff. Um, and so that, that branding, I believe is a really important part of reaching that market because, you know, they're creatures of habit. Um, but more so they just want something that they know they can count on. Um, and by, you know, putting out just something that's, you know, maybe a little bit, uh, entertaining at its core, but not really so much that it, you know, kind of overshadows what we do. Uh, yeah, I think that that's, that's really how we arrive there. And then it's, you know, just, Hey, what about this idea? What about that idea? We came up with this one. We both thought it was kind of funny. Um, and then, you know, kind of a, Interesting. I mean, everybody likes apples, right? Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, kind of, you know, kind just going down that road. It was, it, yeah. you know, it was really just an attempt to find something that was wholesome. Yeah, and then and then Trevor reminded me though I, that I'm not a grandmother now, but that I will be someday. So that kind of, you know, made it stick with me too. Um, but uh, yeah, is really I, he he just threw it out there, and I said I love it. I mean, I thought it was so cute. And it is, it's like he said, it's just a very, you know, wholesome kind of family image. And that's exactly what we're all about, you know? Yeah. And I love the double play on words because your last name is Smith as well, you know? Yes. So it's, well, it's that, perfect. That yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not a grandmother yet, but he, he, he <laughs> intends to make me one apparently. <laughs> awesome. And then you've also got the organics in the name as well. Yep. So how, I yep. mean, I, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Trevor's, like you mentioned, Debbie is biz dev marketing, you know, getting the feet on the ground, making, you know, spreading mm-hmm. brand awareness and you mm-hmm. mentioned mm-hmm. earlier that your focus is really in the farm it, you know yes, really right can you elaborate a little bit about that and just what you are working on in the farm kind of the strains that you're producing and the whole organics part of the name well um the organics I just kind of added on to the Granny Smith because that I mean that that just came like it just flowed naturally from 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 the Granny Smith part and just to kind of distinguish it uh but for me, it's all about organic growing. I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely a health and fitness freak, um, and I'm very careful about everything I put into my body. Um, likewise, I'm very careful about everything I put into my plants, you know. Um, I, 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 it's sort of, you know, maybe the, the nurturing mother in me, you know. I just uh, I don't want to create anything that it has any kind of – toxins in it or metals or or any kind of you know pesticides you know that are that are uh, that are have have anything kind of toxic in it so um 
Yeah, for me, it's just kind of who I am, kind of earthy and 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 just uh, nurturing. Um, so, like I said, we are focusing on the high, the high level, higher level CBD strains, um, and uh, we hope to just, you know, create that as 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 our primary sort of go to, you know, go to Granny Smith for, you know, for uh, for this or that. Um, but uh, yeah, just for me, it's all about, you know, what's in the soil and 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 kind of what our what our mission statement is, our bio to let the plants do the work and let nature take its course and just kind of sit back and relax and, you know, not get too uptight about stuff, you know, because we're just, we're just growing cannabis here, you yep. know? Yep. I think a lot of people forget that cannabis is just a plant. <laughs> and- yes. Yes. <laughs> really? No, That's absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so mm-hmm. how's it going with your well, operate? We- oh, go ahead, Trevor. Sorry. I was just going to say, we really preach throughout all of the stuff that we do. Um, you know, taking the simple route, taking the route that's not, you know, that mitigates risk the most. Um, it's just you know, kind of betting on the sure thing um, throughout. So that's that's one of the reasons why we, we like to rely on, you know, the organic means is at the end of the day, they're just more simple, right? You're not putting all these complex things on your plants that, you know, some scientists in Germany developed and it's apparently really good, but you don't really know that. It's not in nature. Um, it, so we, we would like to rely on you know, whatever the most simple, simple option is. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your farm and in the operations kind of? Are you, are, is it based on the coast or is it more in the central, um, central area of Oregon? We're on the coast. We grow uh, indoor and clean room right now. Uh, we're hoping to transition into a uh, greenhouse facility uh, sometime in the next year. Um, we're still working on some of our recreational permitting. So right now we're, we're growing medical. Uh, we use a mixture of LEDs and LECs. Uh, we do, you know, the full carbon, uh, carbon filters, all that stuff. Um, and we're right now we're a soil based operation. And yeah, what Trevor's, Trevor's the big tech guy. So he's like, got all, you know, he just says, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put this in and that in and this technology. And I, cause I'm just like all about the plants, you know, and so I let him focus on developing the best growing environment. Um, he's he's just a, a, a I mean tr- truly a tech wizard. Um, so uh, that way I can just focus on the plants. What's you? I mean, so you deal with a lot of patients. Uh, what is there? I guess what's one good story that you've heard? I mean, that's probably for me why I wish I was growing or involved directly in cannabis is to see the stories of how your plant is helping so many people. And especially with you producing CBD type strains, I imagine that you're working with a lot of people in pain, et cetera. Um, do you have a, you know, one that comes to your mind right now of a patient that you helped and, and what strain it was and for what? Uh, well, actually, yeah, I've got a really specific story of, of something that really surprised me. Um, we are focusing on the higher level CBDs, but we do have some other, um, strains that are, that are just more traditional, you know, uh, more focused on creating, uh, high THC levels. One in particular is Gorilla Glue number four. And, uh, I happen to just mention this to, uh, to, uh, um, a, a, a client who was telling me that, that she preferred Gorilla Glue number four over, um, the higher level CBDs because it was more, um, it, it, it helped her more with her, um, with her lupus 
and uh, it just like was immediate. And so that really surprised me because um, that's not a traditional, that's just not something that I expected to hear. It's just traditionally, I mean, you don't hear that, you know, you hear, yes, the, the, the high CBDs are really what you need to focus on to take care of pain and, and, and other, other, you know, maladies. Um, but the Gorilla Glue number four was like the number one thing that she tried that helped her get immediate relief. So that to me was very surprising. And so, yeah, well, you know, that's why I said before, you know, we are going to focus on the, the, the higher level CBDs as a sort of branding and, and, and marketing strategy for us. But we are still going to, you know, have some of the more traditional high level THC strains as well, because you just, I, I mean, with, with legalization just opening up so many avenues of research, we've only just begun to see all the benefits that are going to come from this plant and, and all the different cannabinoids in the plant. And, you know, whether it's going to be THC is, you know, found to have all kinds of new, new, uh, effects, you know, that we haven't even found yet. And, uh, I think it's just going to be an amazing adventure. It really is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What? So you guys have been in business for over a year and a half, I believe, um, doing Granny Smith Organics. What's one lesson that both of you have learned, because you both have very different skill sets in your operation, um, what's one lesson that you've learned? I guess from you know the business development standpoint, um, one of the things that I think is a lesson I, I keep learning over and over again is to never stop fundraising. Uh, <laughs> you're always going to need money. You're always going to want to do something and you're not always going to want to just deplete your cash reserves to do it. So having uh, some folks out there, investors, banks, uh, VCs, angels, you know, whatever it may be that, you know, you know, you can count on to, you know, throw a proposal in front of and they're going to give it an honest look. I mean, that's, that's invaluable for a business. Um, and you know, it's, it's the way that we approach it from the preaching simplicity standpoint might, might kind of lead you to believe that we wouldn't really have much of a need for that. You know, at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's just so invaluable to being a flexible business. And that's what we really hope to be. And cause this is a changing market, right? But no one knows where we're going to be a year from now. You know, there might be some educated guesses out there, some maybe more educated than others, but at the end of the day, you know, no one really knows where we're going to be. So we want to remain flexible at the end of the day. Um, yeah, and, and, and I guess for me, um, I would say that uh, probably being patient has been the biggest lesson for me looking back um, because it takes time to establish a business, first of all, whatever business it is, and then also uh, just promoting that, that, that unique market niche, you know? Uh, so I would say that's the biggest lesson I've learned is just to be patient. No, I mean, that's, I think for every entrepreneur, we all want to just tackle things and assume that it's going to be, you know, this immediate success. And it really, I mean, there, I, I posted this on Instagram. I'll send it to you both this, like, this picture of what does success really mean? And I think a lot of people just think it's like, you know, you see the tip of the iceberg and boom, it's success, but nobody realizes the hard work, you know, the sweat, maybe the tears that have gone into Mm -hmm. it. So, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. And then, and then just staying true to our mission, you know, it, 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 it might be, uh, it might be more difficult. It might not be like the cool factor, but you know what? It's what I believe in my heart, and Trevor does too. And so we just need to be patient and kind of stick to our guns and just uh, just keep plotting away. 
Um, absolutely. I was, I, I have two more questions, but I just want to comment on that. You have a fantastic niche. I mean, your niche is, you know, growing actually every day as people become, you know, into that target market, I think. And it's what Trevor mentioned that he's focusing on is just spreading the awareness. So many brands right. think that they can target everybody and everybody is a yes. user, but right. that really, right. I mean, in any other market is never successful. So why would cannabis be any different? Right? So sure. Absolutely. What, what you guys have done, your mission, your vision, et cetera. I mean, it really, I, after we t- actually, Debbie had our initial phone call, I told my mom about you guys. I was like, you have to check them out, et cetera. Because what you, what you are, how you're marketing, what you're doing, it's, it's the point that I was trying to make. You have to have a niche and it's, you're doing it. You're doing it very well. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, I, you know, I think you have to do what's in your heart. And for me, this is, this is really in my heart. And, uh, and I know it's important to Trevor too. And I, like I said before, I mean, I'm just, I'm just thrilled. You know, the best part of my job is uh, working with him and, and uh, developing this business and, and staying true to it. So, um, yeah, it's so far it's been great, and I know it's going to get even better. Yay! <laughs> and and Trevor, what do you think the biggest success with Granny Smith Organics has been so far? You know, for me, it just goes back to the product. Um, you know, it's it's been fantastic to see. Uh, the, the response that we've had from, uh, you know, the people that we've been helping, um, just, you know, in support of what we're doing. Because at the heart of what we do, you know, it's not about me. It's not about my mom. It's not about our marketing. It's not about, you know, the money at the end of the day. It's, it's about helping people and it's about producing the products that can do that. So, um, you know, I, I, I would kind of look back to, you know, some of the success stories we've had with people, whether that's, you know, with lupus as, as she mentioned before or uh, you know i know that there's some some of some clients that had restless leg syndrome um you know I'm, i know my mom preaches on the old sex drive thing which i don't really want to hear about <laughs> but um, regardless you're not a middle age you're, you're you're not a 35 plus year old woman that's why with 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 whatever, kids at home whatever. with kids at home yeah, and, right. and a house to take totally. care of yeah well anyway i've been there uh, done those, that i know that that's success yeah, that's it right there yeah i mean that's a huge success i mean i i really love that you guys have so many different patient stories too that you know really can educate people about a the properties of cannabis but also what your particular strengths can do for a lot of patients um so last question well second to last question is what can we expect to see from granny organics in the future we're in the middle of 2016 tell me what's your vision for one year from now we hope to be in most of the markets throughout oregon Uh, a big part of what we're going to do is um, targeting that niche one of the other uh, qualifiers that that we see of that that market is that they're very convenience oriented and if they're just getting into the industry they probably don't know a whole lot about it Um, so giving them convenient solutions you know, it's probably not very convenient for, uh, you know, mid-50s professional to have a bong hanging around the house. Um, so <laughs> a, a lot of what we're going to be doing is, is pre-rolls with, with blends of different strains that um, we've, we've dialed in to address specific goals. Um, and, and from there, just giving them end products that are ready to go from the, from the moment they, they buy them. Um, yep. And they still embrace that simple philosophy. 
Yep. You know what? That's so important because I was just talking to a woman about a week ago who has never used cannabis. She's probably in her early 40s and she is having trouble sleeping and she has tried everything. I mean, I've talked to this woman now probably on and off over the past six to nine months and she keeps telling me that uh, she's just really frustrated. She can't find any relief. And she keeps asking me about the cannabis, although she's nervous to try it. She, she, she doesn't have her, uh, her medical card. So, you know, so she can't, she can't purchase it as a patient, but I told her it's legal now. She could just go down to the dispensary and buy it. Uh, but she doesn't know, like, what do I buy? And then what do I do with it when I buy it? I mean, do, I don't know how to roll a joint. I don't, I don't have a pipe. I don't, you know, I, I, and she feels really uncomfortable going into a store and buying paraphernalia, whether it's a bong, like Trevor said, or a pipe or, you know, so I think that's important for our target market as well is creating products ready to go that they feel comfortable with, um, that they're not going to just be so confused and so uncomfortable with that it's going to drive them away from cannabis. Absolutely. All right. So I feel like anybody listening wants to try one of your pre-rolls. How can the listeners get in touch with Granny Smith Organics? Yeah, the best way would be to go to our uh, our website, which is just grannysmithorganics.com, granny with an IE and organics with an X. Uh, uh, there's some contact information on, on our website. Um, we are right now reserving stock uh, in anticipation of some, some future uh, activities. Uh, so we, we hope to be expanded to most of the markets in Oregon within a year. Uh, we probably will start on the coast over the next few months as we really start to, to ramp up. Um, and we are in the process of a, a fundraising uh, tranche right now. So uh, there's a lot of lot of stuff in flux right now, but you know if you're interested in learning more about us, I'd just direct you to our website. Perfect. All right. Well, Trevor, Debbie, thank you so much for joining Cannabis Business Minds. Thank you, Simone. It's been wonderful. All right. Well, take care. All right. Thank you for joining me today, and I hope you liked today's episode. If you haven't already, go on over to Calagia.com to connect with me and the other business professionals in the cannabis community. Also, if you like this, please go into iTunes and add the Cannabis Business Mind podcast to your iTunes account and we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review. Talk to you guys next week.